0: Welcome to Business Ownership, the business owners podcast, the community where we talk about real business owner challenges and give you the tools to not only overcome those challenges, but to thrive in any situation so that you can get more out of your business and achieve business success. Why hiring great people is so hard? That's today's episode. And that was a question that came from one of our listeners. So if you do have these questions, then connect with me on LinkedIn, drop me over a DM, slide a message into the DMs and go, hey, look, Lewis, I've been listening to the podcast. I've been listening to you and Mark on the business ownership podcast. I've been sharing with my friends. And look, I've got this question. And the question that came in today was why is finding great people so hard? Well, let's really think about this as the model, okay? So if we get a certain result, it's because of a certain outcome. Now that outcome comes because of things that we've done before it that has led to that outcome. Makes sense? So it's a bit of a chain reaction. Something causes something that causes something that causes a behavior, yeah, that causes an outcome, that causes a certain result. And that something, by the way, at the start of that formula tends to be because of a thought. And where does a thought come from? Well, it comes from our current level of understanding, our perception, our perspective, our paradigm of the world. So the first place to always start is to go, well, why aren't I getting great people? It's so hard to find great people. Look, is there evidence of other businesses out there right now finding great people? Answer that one. Are there great people out there? Yeah, but Lewis, you know, you just can't trust people. Okay. So the first point was, is that we we then look at, is there evidence of people out there? Yes or no? Yes. Right. So if it's not about there being great people out there because other businesses are hiring them, what is it about us? Well, you can't trust great, you can't trust people. Well, I'm sorry, but that then comes back down to, it's nothing to do with an external environment. It's down with an internal belief that you can't trust great people. Now that could have been because maybe you've been burned by people in the past. Another belief that we have around it, could be, this is something I hear a lot in coaching, is we've tried that before and it didn't work. Another one could be that you might as well do it yourself. If you want a job done, then you've got to go and do it right. You've got to go and do it yourself. Well, th- this is a bullshit comment, and here's why. It comes from an e- a place of ego. People that turn around and say, if you want something done, you've just got to go and do it yourself, right? That's because people like to say, look at me, I'm the person who gets stuff done. I always do it right first time. Another element that could, that could be is that we just heard it so many fucking times throughout our lifetime in business that we just repeat it back because un- Uncle Bob said it once. And then, you know, it could have been passed down through generations. Yeah, look, if you're not going to be hiring great people and you're going to go and do it all yourself, well, welcome to the, don't don't get welcome to the business ownership club. Get welcome to the owner job club. Because that's all you're going to ever do is own a job. You're going to work more and more and more hours. And the only way that will ever be leverage. yeah, not to say that people in jobs don't make a lot of money, by the way, because it's time for money, yeah? You do a job, you sit there, you do some time, and you get paid more money. The more valuable you are in that business, the more money that you'll get paid. Now, for a business owner, it's a little bit different because how do they get paid? They get paid through dividends, and dividends has no correlation to time no correlation to time what that means is it doesn't matter how many hours you sit on your fucking ass in a seat in a seat it doesn't make a difference unless you do some work in that business that makes an outcome of increasing that ebit or that net profit makes sense so guess what you better start getting to understand your numbers Know the numbers of the business because that's what the one thing that's going to make a direct impact to your income in that business as getting paid through dividends. Now, we're talking about hiring great people. Why are we going off on this tangent? Because it's really important to have the mindset that you've got to be able to have that mindset of accepting people. Accepting people is key. People come with strengths. People come with weaknesses. Yeah, Those weaknesses are also their strengths. Because there's no weakness or strength. There's just them as a character. Yeah. And if we keep piling on, piling on and piling on, trying to get people to get good at something that they're not good at, it doesn't help them. It's not a win for them. And it's not a win for you either. Yeah. Unless they really want to get good at something. Yeah. But the attitude around it, if that person doesn't want to get good at something, you're wasting your time. You might as well go and find somebody else that would like to get really good at that. But the challenge is then, is a second challenge appears, is that you can't find them. So now you haven't got a mindset problem. You've actually got a marketing problem. So the excuses start to pile out. You can't find great people. You know, people don't stay. No. Number one, they don't stay because of you as the business owner and that mindset. Number two, you're not doing the right sort of marketing to attract those people. Number three, you haven't got the right culture in the business to actually attract and retain those people. Three different things. Let's break it down. It's a bit like this. Marketing. When I say marketing marketing to you, what does it mean? Go and find some leads. Go out there and get some, get some new business in, yeah? Do some digital marketing. Put some fucking posts on social media and hope that something comes flying back in. Send an email out. Useless. Useless marketing, yeah? Real marketing is going out there, yeah? There's there's great inbound marketing. There's great outbound marketing. But it tends to be that people think about marketing, they think you're more inbound, especially within SMEs, yeah? How can we get more, more eyes on us and generate more leads? Now, those leads, did you think those leads as customers or did you think those leads as possible employees? What's the difference It's actually harder to attract a great employee than it is to find a great a great customer. Yeah. Because they have to work with you and they have to see everything within your business and the deal with you from 24, you know, practically, I was going to say 24 seven, sometimes it is 24 seven, but it tends to be the time that they're in the business. So for eight to 10 hours that they're working there or 40 hours a week, Yeah, a client may only have to see you once, you know, once a week. Yeah, or deal with you, or you supply them, shop, you know, drop them something, uh, deliver them something. They purchase something off you, and they deliver something once a year, maybe. Yeah, that's once a year they have to deal with you. An employee has to deal with you all the fucking time, right? So if you haven't got a great attitude about how to how to develop, find, and grow great people, there's gonna be an issue. There's going to be an issue. You're not going to attract A players into your firm with an attitude of you can't trust people or I can do it better. Yeah? Okay. So let's say that you, you're not self you're not got that job anymore and you've started to get past that level of, yeah, okay, I can find some people, I can market them, I can attract them. The second stage is, are you going to remain at that manager level and just manage them where you're the superhero running around in your fucking super pants You know, the pants that you wear on the top of your trousers like Superman with your cape on, putting out all the fires everywhere, micromanaging all these people. No, A players want to grow. They want to develop. They need coaching. They need directing at first, and then they need coaching to a level of performance that they can then be supported by to get the result that they want. And that you want thinking win-win for the business. What is the outcome that this person wants? What is the outcome that the business wants? How do we coach them in a in a, a certain way to make them grow? Yeah, to keep them hungry, keep them moving forward. And it's really interesting. So I'm going to use this this phrase this this phrase entrepreneur. Heard of an entrepreneur? Yeah. So what's an entrepreneur? Somebody that solves a problem and can generate a business from it, yeah? What's the saying? You can have anything in life you want if you just help enough enough people get what they want. So an entrepreneur starts to scale it. In our version of an entrepreneur, it's the entrepreneur ladder. So we're talking about how you go from student to employed, self-employed, business owner, all the way up to entrepreneur, yeah? Different story. We can go back and listen to a few episodes. Listen to the first few episodes of this business ownership podcast, and you'll understand the entrepreneur ladder. But within a general gist, an entrepreneur is somebody that goes out there and solves a problem on a bigger scale. What's an entrepreneur? Well, an entrepreneur is somebody who's an entrepreneur but also works for somebody. And now, look, we're talking to business owners and we're talking to your employees right now. There is a belief that to become rich as a business owner, you have to be in that business owner seat. Bullshit. Plenty of employees become very, very successful as well. But again, it comes back down to that mindset. The reason they don't is because they give up before they even get anywhere. And that could be because they, they move jobs or they think it's not possible or something happens in their life where they start to change it. You know, it could be a good reason. Could be a good reason. My wife, Anna, she's very, she's very entrepreneurial, she's very driven. And of course, when we've got children, things start to happen a little bit different and the start, the, you know, the processes start to change. Yeah. So life changes around it. So it also means that, look, it depends on what you want. If that person's goal is to become wealthy from from working within a the business, then wealth doesn't always just mean higher, higher, higher income. It could mean thinking a lot smarter around how you manage the money because a lot of wealthy people don't become wealthy overnight or one year or two years. It's done over 10 years yeah' it's a great book on this by Brian Tracy by from Brian Tracy, by the way, and what he says is that it's a 10 year journey, right? People overestimate what's possible within a year, but underestimate what is possible within 10 years. So what this means is that if we help our employees or potential employees coming on board by grabbing their salary that they're currently getting and then show them an improvement plan of how that starts to increase with a win-win, but also give them a financial sense of, hey, look, I'm going to educate you and mentor you along the way in business so that you can understand this stuff and financially understand this stuff, then you could start to get anything that you want as well. What are we talking about now? You can have anything in life if you just help enough people get what they want. So if you help your employees get what they want and they help you get what you want, they're an entrepreneur. They're within the business. Yeah, starting to make sense. So I always say in my job interviews with great people, as I'm hiring A players is, look, this isn't going to be a normal job for you. This is going to be you as an entrepreneur. What does that mean, Lewis? Does that mean I'm going to be working all night long and not sit? No, it means, first things first, rules of the game is that you don't work any more than the hours that we set. Yeah, because personally, my values is family. And if you're working more hours than actually set, then it's against my values. And as a business owner, that reflects into the core values of the business as well. So how do we do it? Well, it's about having a great plan for each person that chooses to be on board as that entrepreneur, as an A player, I'd expect all A players in my business to turn around to me and say, Lewis, it's time to start to look at my plan of how I become more successful and how I can make it a win for you and a win for the business and a win for, for their and them and their family. Yeah. The problem is not many people speak like that, do they? How many interviews have you been in and the the interviewee or the interviewer has actually spoke like that? Not many. So guess what? you want to increase your conversion rate? So think about this as marketing again. You've got the person in the seat, and now you need to sell to them, yeah? Now you need to sell to them that this job is right for them. Well, guess what? Using these tools that we spoke about today, you won't just find great people. You will hire great people, and then it's not so hard, is it? How do you retain them? We better follow through and do what you fucking said you're going to do. You better be sitting there with them once a quarter, once a year in bringing them around to your your real meetings. And look, as your business scales, I don't sit with the people now. I sit with the managers, and the managers sit with the people. Yeah, scalability. It's a system in our business that the manager has to speak to all the people. A lot of the people may choose not to, fair enough. Yeah, it doesn't mean they're they're good or bad or anything like that. The mind just not the mind not be that way inclined to want to do go there. But the opportunity is there for people. Yeah. Of course you have your performance reviews. I'm not talking about performance reviews. I'm talking about actual sit-downs and getting to generally interested in other people. Dale Carnegie. Go listen to Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. What does it say? Be generally interested in other people. So you don't need to influence. It's no psychological trick or, you know, hypnotism. It's nothing. It is just genuinely being interested in other people, giving people what they want, and they'll give you what you want. So, listeners, is it so hard to find great people? Well, let me go on your website and check out your website. Is it all about the customer or is it about your people? Have you even got a web, a, a, a page on your website that talks about how you're hiring people? Does it talk about your team? Oh, we've been around for 100 years and we've done, oh yeah, come on. So is your competitor. You can always change that as well. If you've got five people that have been working for 20 years, guess what? You've been around for hundred years, bullshit. No one cares about that, it's 2023. What we want to see is how you're making a big difference for your team members and your clients and where you're going and what you're doing about it. Make sure that you actually do, you, you do the do, yeah? Not just say, just not just talk about it all the time. Yeah? Prove it. Mark Eccles told me that three years ago. Lewis, prove it. <laughs> I'm proving it right now with the Business Ownership Podcast, right? So what are you going to do to prove it? Are you hiring great people? Is it so hard? That's a belief. It's not hard. It's not hard. Recruiters are out there. Should you use recruiters? There's another question before it lands in my DMs. Should you use recruiters? Yes, all the time. Oh, but what about the fees and what about that? (laughs) Look, investment, saving a wage is costing you a fortune. Saving a ways is costing you a fortune. Saving yourself a recruitment fee is also costing you a fortune. Make sure you're using it. Make sure that your bait is in every pool possible. How many recruiters should should you have? Well, recruiters will start to get a little bit funny when they see recruitments overlapping. So a good one or two if you can. What else should you be doing? The purple ring on LinkedIn. Always be hiring. Always be hiring. Yeah. If you go on my LinkedIn profile, you'll see that my profile is hiring. Why? Because we're a growing business. Do I ever plan on not being a growing business? Never. Never. The intention is always there. Always be hiring, even if you haven't got that position for a great person yet. Yeah. Or let's say you're a smaller business and the cash flow isn't there yet, because I could be talking to businesses one million, a lot of the businesses I work with are one million EBIT plus. Okay, It doesn't mean I won't work with businesses less than 1 million EBIT. But if you come and work with me, guess what? Your business will get there very, very quick because this is what I do. So these sort of behaviors, yeah, go and listen to the 10X rule by Grant Cardone. If you want to start to get your first million, you better be aiming for 10 million. If you want 10 million, you better be aiming for 100 million. So who do you hang around with? People that are thinking 10X. And actually landing in reality, I think he talks a little bit too much bullshit sometimes. He's too far ahead of the game sometimes. Sometimes Uncle GC is, yeah, Grant Cardone, great, great guy, very motivational and stuff. But my my challenge is is one, I tend to work with a lot of British UK business owners and Australian business owners as well. The American stuff doesn't always work, and two sometimes. People can be so far ahead that not actually landing the stuff right now. So always work with people that are just that little bit step further ahead of you. But thinking bigger, thinking bigger could be holding you back. So always be remembering who is around your environment and who is teaching you this stuff. Where do you gain it from? Uncle Bob, your friends down the pub, yeah? So-and-so business down the road who's a friend, gives you advice all the time. But just because they were lucky one time doesn't mean that it's happened hundreds of times. Yeah. So really think about where they're getting the advice from. This is what the Business Ownership Podcast is all about. Yeah. be bringing more and more people onto it. You've heard the episodes from Mark Eccles already. Yeah. Listen to his story. Listen to my story and the episode as well. Yeah. Right. So action points from today. First of all, what are your biggest takeaway from today? Yeah. What's that one gold nugget that you can lock in from today? What will it be? The one thing that you can grab and go, yep, that is something I'm going to ingrain in my mind and set my attention, my focus to, to get a little bit obsessed around it. I love the word obsession, by the way. Yeah. It's not a problem. People think obsession is a bad thing. It is when it's focused in the wrong area, when it's focused in the right area. Look, it breaks constraints in the business. When the whole firm gets obsessed around a certain topic, that's where floodgates open. And by floodgates, I mean cash flow, opportunity, potential, development of people, okay? So what's that one thing for you from today? Do you need to talk to me around it? Do you need to message me? I don't need to message you back. You can just DM me and say, don't message me back from this message. I just wanted to get it off my chest, Lewis, after listening to your podcast. Go on LinkedIn and you just click DM me off my LinkedIn profile. What are your action points from today then? You got them all listed out? What's the one thing that you could share with somebody else that could help with somebody? Yeah, could help somebody else. Lost my words then. What's the one thing that you could share with somebody else that could really help them move forward? Yeah, and that's that's the real key to this. That's the start with why. I'm pretty sure a lot of you business owners have read start with why, Simon Sinek. Yeah, our why is world abundance through business re-education. So by me doing this podcast, I'm helping more abundance happen, not just in business owners, but in the teams and their families as well. So pay the fee. This is free episode, yeah, free podcast, but there is a fee, and that is that you share it with somebody else as well do will find some great people, ladies and gents. Don't let mindset get in the way. Don't let your environment get in the way. Start to think about how do I create a great business and convey a great business on social media, on the website, through your people, through word of mouth that can get great people, get the marketing right, yeah? Target, offer, copy, the three levels of marketing. Who are you targeting? What's the offer? What's the copy? Maybe that's the next episode. I've said enough. Be great. Have a great week.